Rota and um, saw that my name was assigned to the topic, God. Um, I mean, where do you even begin? So we come to church every week, right? And we're here for an hour or so. And, and all of the talks and songs and readings and prayers, they're all about God, right? Um, and this, this is not just us. This has been going on for 2,000 years. So obviously, you would assign your curate to summarise that in around about 15 minutes. Well... Perhaps, in the same way that I felt a little bit overwhelmed by the topic of God, perhaps you sometimes find yourself feeling that way about mission. Because it's just huge, isn't it? It's overwhelming. What, where would we even start? Who would we tell? What would we say? What will they think? What if they react badly? What if... You can't answer the questions. The list goes on. We've got all kinds of reasons to feel overwhelmed by mission, but I think our passage today has something to say to us that can help us to think about mission in a different way. In 2 Corinthians, Paul is explaining to the church that mission to him is as simple as this. I have received incredible love from Christ and it compels me to share what I have found with others. We become ambassadors of the love that has transformed us because we want to see others transformed too. It's still a pretty big task, but I think it helps us to feel like it might be doable. I mean, you know, don't mind me. I'm just being an ambassador for incredible, indescribable love. Much easier. (laughs) No, but seriously, I wonder how many of you identified with the image on that first slide, that moving picture of space. I often find that spacey pictures, things that um, are huge, give me some sense of just how big and how awesome God is, and how far beyond my understanding. And yet I think sometimes that is part of our overwhelmed feeling about mission. If we have to explain this huge and complex God to someone, where on earth would we begin? Well, John tells us that it all begins with love. He says this, dear friends, let us love one another for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. I love this passage because it tells us that everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. And love just feels like a more accessible starting point, doesn't it? Something that people can relate to, something that we can relate to. You see, mission 
doesn't really have anything to do with us communicating a load of complex ideas about God to somebody. Mission is all about us becoming aware that in his love, God seeks us out. And then he invites us to help him to seek out others. It's a little bit like a massive reverse game of sardines. Have you ever played sardines? Youth love it. You get to all cram together in a small space. It's, um, but in sardines, you see, you, somebody goes and hides. And when you find them, you get in the hiding place with them. And you wait until you're all found. And the more people that come in, you cram into this little cupboard. It's like a sardine. So this is like the reverse of that. When you're found, you come and help seek. God invites you to play in this game where he is seeking out and bringing love that transforms and brings joy and peace to people's lives. And you get to play. You are on God's team. In the Anglican Church, get ready guys, we're going to be Anglican for a minute, we talk about the five marks of mission. They are to proclaim the good news of the kingdom, to teach, baptise and nurture new believers, to respond to human need by loving service, to strive to safeguard the integrity of creation, to sustain and renew the life of the earth, to seek to transform unjust structures of society, to challenge violence of every kind and to pursue peace and reconciliation. And we'll look more at those areas over the coming weeks because they are the essence of mission. So they'll fit into some of the categories that we'll talk about over this coming 10 weeks. But the reason that we do all of those things, the thing that underlies every single one of them is love. We tell people about God because we are motivated. Paul says we're compelled by the love that we receive in Jesus, to see them experience true love. We teach and nurture people in faith because that's how they're invited into the journey where they join in that game of hide and seek. We respond with loving service, not because we're good people, but because God is good and we want to reflect his goodness in the world and express to people that their worth is found in the God who loves them. We treasure creation because it's God's gift of love to us. It's designed to help us learn about love. And we transform injustice because it robs people of the inherent worth of people who are made and loved by God. All of mission, everything that we do, is motivated and instigated by God's love. You see, we can't do any of this on our own. John says in 1 John 3.16, this is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. We wouldn't even know what love is if God hadn't first showed us his love. But now we do know, scripture is really clear what our response should be. 
The verse goes on, we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. Why do we do mission? Because God is a God of mission. Because by his love, he created and sustains and redeems us. And because to follow Jesus is to commit our whole life to that love and seeing it expressed in the world. So why are we talking about God on our first week of looking at mission? Because it's the foundational stone. There is no mission without God. The only mission that's worth doing is the mission that God is already doing. We don't do mission about God, we do mission with God. And that makes it so much less challenging and so much more fun. Because without God's presence, it's not mission. But God is a missionary God. He is at work in the world and there are things for us to join him with. Jesus says in Luke 19, the son of man came to seek and save the lost. Or in John 10.10, I came that you might have life. And everyone is invited. But to do that, to, to connect with God's love for the world, we have to be connected to God's love for us. Mission that flows out of anything other than an understanding that God loves us and that his love is transforming us isn't really mission. If you are doing mission out of a sense of responsibility or competition or a need to be successful or anything else, even doing it out of your own strength, then we have to lay that down first and allow God to transform it with his love so that we, everything we do flows out of his love and is connected to where he is and what he's doing. So I want to give us an opportunity this morning to spend some time encountering God's love. In a minute, I'm going to ask you to stand or, or find a comfortable spot and we're going to listen to a song. And as we listen, I want you to allow your heart to connect with God. I want you to open your heart and your mind to allow him to speak to you about his love for you. And perhaps during that time you need to allow God's love to take away your fear for mission. Perhaps you need to allow him to show you this, this new way of thinking about it. Perhaps you need to allow him to refocus your motives. Perhaps you've been doing this in your own strength or for your own reputation. Perhaps you need to know that you are loved and receive that invitation today to join in God's mission. Whatever it is, during this time of quiet and then listening, Allow God to lead you because really Christian life isn't about what happens to us after we die. It's about the fullness of life that we receive now and that we share with those around us. 
So let's just quiet ourselves. Perhaps you'd like to stand as a sign that you're responding and you're opening to God. Perhaps you'll feel more comfortable to listen sitting down. Just make yourself comfortable and ready. And let's just have a minute of quiet.